Welcome to Slaying It with Santa Rob, episode number 20. I've had 20 amazing podcasts. I've had amazing guests. I've got amazing listeners. And I can't thank each and every one of you enough. And tonight, we're going to interview a guy who I'm really super excited to talk to. He's the lead singer of uh, a Christian metal band called The Protest. Welcome to Slaying It with Santa Rob, Josh Bramlett. Josh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, this is sweet. (laughs) Welcome to episode 20 of Slaying It with Santa Rob. Episode 20. Episode 20. Where you been? You should have been out a long time ago. What's that? You should have been out a long uh, time ago. I, I, I think 20 is a good number. I feel good about that. I, I think 20 is a great number. What a, <laughs> what a great way to celebrate 20 great interviews. That's awesome, man. You know, I, I kicked it off with John Schlitt 20 episodes ago. Oh, that hard to beat that. He's a very, very amazing human being. Uh, and it, it's funny because he ties into how I met you. Oh yeah, yeah. He he ties into this because you you, you might have to correct me on on the year, but I believe it was the summer of 2017 when uh, you guys and several other acts opened up for Petra in Kentucky. Yes, I remember that. I I went into this. With, I, I never have. I'm, I'm going to sound like a jerk right now. I, I I went into this with low expectations on all opening bands. Oh sure. Well, I mean, I mean Petra, they're an incredible live band, you know. And it's yeah, I I I probably go in the same way. <laughs> I I I've walked out of two shows in in my whole life. One was because they simply should not have been at a metal show. And the other one was simply because the sound man should have been fired. Sure. And uh, yeah, at, at this particular show, there was several bands before you guys, including a rapper, which I detest. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then there was some typical worship stuff, which I'm not a really big fan of either. And then I see these five long haired guys going, oh, come on, really? We're going to do this now? <laughs> And then the theme from Rocky came on. And then you got my attention. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I still love that intro, man. I kind of want to bring it back. I think you should. <laughs> I, I, I think you should. Yeah. At, uh, I had my whole family with me. My daughter, Samantha, who, who, uh, who just thinks you guys are the Taylor Swift of rock. <laughs> that's very sweet uh minus minus the good looks the money and the fame maybe <laughs> uh she 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 loves you guys i we, we got speeding tickets to to get her to a show once that just <laughs> just 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 because of you and it was the same show that you invited her up on stage because it was her birthday absolutely but I wanted to talk a little bit because I know there's a lot of folks who don't know who the protest is. So yeah. let, let's introduce the protest to the rest of the world. Like I said, I saw you in 2017. When did all this start? Yeah. Uh, so it's a very weighty uh, <laughs> story. I, you know, I'm 32 now. I think I played my first show when I was 13 or 14. So, wow. Um, my brother and I grew up listening to classic rock. Um, we were still are, but big, big kiss fans. And, um, they are kind of the reason why we started playing music. And this is really before we even knew who Jesus was really. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we went to church, but had, you know, had no aspirations of doing you know, music ministry or, or doing anything for him. We just wanted to be rock stars and be like kiss, you know? So we sure. started, so we started jamming out in our room. No idea what we were doing. We thought we did, though. And uh, um, so Sarge, um, he is our guitar player. He's he's a little bit older than the rest of us. He started teaching me how to play guitar um, when I was 12. 
Um, okay. He, my dad's a high school teacher. He had Sarge in school. I was getting interested in learning how to play, and Sarge was the first um, teacher that ever like you know because I went into so many different lessons and I sat down in front of a you know like sight reading chart and all this stuff and I just couldn't get it. It was really hard for me to understand. Um, Sarge came in and you know starts playing you know like Led Zeppelin and ACDC and like you know so he taught me those kind of fun things while while on the side teaching me some theory. Um, So Mm -hmm. we became really good friends. I taught everything I knew to uh, PJ, um, Mm -hmm. which wasn't much, but he took it and ran with it. And uh, uh, for better or worse, uh, my brother, TJ, and I and a few other dudes my age started a little band and played at a uh, high school dance. And I'm sure it was very loud and very terrible. Um, (laughs) But Pretty much since then, it's been pedal to the metal. Um, Sarge joined the band in 2009, um, and it's really ironic because his first show with us ever was probably our biggest show of our career. Um, so I think he thought he was in for something awesome. <laughs> wow. Um, but uh, but but no. Uh, so yeah, since 2009, it's been pretty serious, and I think we started touring in 2000. 12 um kind of regionally with you know bands like icon for hire and nine lashes and uh write this down and ravens and all those guys um then just kind of from there we just kept on keeping on now, did, you're gonna probably have to correct me on the date again but wasn't it 2012 when you did your first ep yes yeah so um we were uh at this time we we'd all become you know, radically changed by Jesus, um, we all decided that we wanted to use our music um, as as way more than just rock and roll. Um, we we wanted to use our platform to reach people um, with the hope that that we had all recently found in Jesus. Um, and we became diehard um, uh, uh, disciple fans. Um, so we wanted to do exactly what they did when they started. So we we're like, well, they went to Travis Wyrick first, so that's what we're gonna do. So um, we went to uh, a Travis Wyrick studio down in Knoxville, and, and, and that man's an absolute wizard, a genius. Um, we had no money, so we were selling tons of gear, doing extra side gigs, weird, weird work just to make ends meet. I mean, Travis was kind enough. I mean, he would even take some off the final record if we helped him with some, like, yard work and stuff. <laughs> so, um <laughs> But no, he was incredible, and I really do credit him as one of the biggest um, reasons why we're still doing it now. You know, we went in there extremely green, um, talented, maybe, but just didn't we we just didn't really know how to do it. And Travis, um, you know, he's I guess I compare it to like band boot camp. Um, yeah, he he like really taught me how to sing rock. He really taught the guys. Um, you know, like we first went in there and uh, he would laugh if he heard this because yeah, I, I, I still talk to him uh, to this day. But uh, we went in there. I, I think my brother was maybe 18. Um, I'm 20, 21. Uh, we go in there. We set up live and play for him. Mm-hmm. And he after we're done, he's real quiet. And then he says something along the lines of, I hope you guys aren't planning on doing this for a living. I would look into landscaping or something because you guys are terrible. Um, oh, my. So we went to lunch, uh, really downtrodden. And then we, when we came back, he said, okay, I want you to do the same song again, but do it with passion. So we were all upset and angry and scared and nervous. So we gave it everything we had, you know. Yeah. Um, we probably made more mistakes that second time. But then and said i can i can work with that so um he just taught us how to put everything into it i i remember he he said something to me that was just so foreign he said i dare you to sing off key you know meaning like he doesn't care about the note as much because you know he can fix a note but what he what he can't fix is is your passion and your feeling so yeah i mean there were days where i were in tears um, I was upset, very, very upset. He, he, he pushed me to the limit, but, but every time we came out of the booth, he'd give me a big hug and just lift me up and say, man, I'm so proud of you. This is going to be big. So, you know, he's been a, he's been a good friend since, and, uh, I credit him with a lot of, um, why we're still doing it. And there's, there's been several recordings since that first EP. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, 2014, we, um, worked with our buddy, Mark Anthony, of the letter black to put out, um, great lengths. Yeah. Um, if you listen to it, you can tell we were really into a band called Avenged Sevenfold at the time, not, not lyrically per se at all, but, uh, musically. Musically, so, yeah. Yeah. So if you listen to that record, it's very intricate. Um, not like a ton of screaming, but still probably our most like metal record. Cause it's just very, I don't know. It's just really, really intricate. The parts are extremely well thought out. Um, and you know, so that was our second record. Um, yeah. And we toured on that for a very long time and just kind of kept rolling. Um, yeah. And then our good buddy, uh, I heard from a guy named Joseph Rojas of seventh day slumber. Um, we'd been getting a little bit of steam and he heard about us and he wanted to take us on tour. So, um, we, 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 we went out with Joe and we talked a lot and he told us he was starting a record label and, um, asked if we would be interested. Um, so yeah, we, we prayed about it and, uh, um, signed the contract and then we put out legacy in 2018. Um, right. and yeah, and that's, you know, that's a really, really, really special record for us. And we're so thankful for everything that Rockfest did um, for us in that time. They really kind of took us to um, a different level and, you know, you know, just got more people to hear us. And um, we're we're so thankful for that. And just just to comment on, on a couple things that you said, you taught TJ some chords. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my. <laughs> I know. Right. Isn't that funny? TJ's a monster. I know, dude. He's, yeah. He, uh, as you can tell, he really took the few things I taught him and really ran with it. <laughs> I, I, um, I, th- I, I think uh, either you're a great teacher or he's the best student around. Um, I, I, I think, I think he's just a very well-learned guy. Like he, uh, I think he took what I gave him and then just started riffing along to songs he liked. And, you know, he's, he, he's always been kind of our, um, you know, he was the first one out of the four of us to get into like really heavy music. Um, what? and at the time, you know, we couldn't stand it. Um, right. I, I was like, this is too heavy. I can't stand it. But, um, as time goes on, you know, we've definitely, um, developed that, um, heavier side and we love it. So, um, I think it takes a lot of different, um, musical stylings and likes and dislikes to make, you know, music pretty special. And I think this last EP is probably the best um presentation of that um death stare it's like a i think it's a really good mix of everything that we've um been influenced by in our you know in our whole careers because at the base end of it you know yes we're um, we're a hard rock metal band but at at the base end it's it's rock and roll you know and we love rock and roll so um yeah then and adam knew some or sarge knew some stuff before you He's he's the first person that got our attention at that show with Petra. <laughs> yeah, because because we were sitting, and he's got that he's got that look. Oh, I know, man. He, he's got that look, and he gave my daughter and her, and her friend Hannah that look that he does out of the corner of his eye. He's a rock star. And he noticed us. So. <laughs> 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 and, and they were they they were so fun because you you guys like 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 a lot of the other bands after after your your set you were back you know signing and selling the way you should be and they were just so blown away that that you guys were so friendly oh you know and, and, and I I tried telling her tried telling them hey I work with musicians they're they're just guys yeah. But, but look Absolutely. At <laughs> but 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 Sarge is the guy who made the impression the very first off, and I, I don't remember the name of the gig, but but we came up to see you at one of the shows in Kokomo where Samantha brought her Ibanez guitar, mm-hmm. and had and Sarge had to be the first to sign it. You all signed it for, her and it just made her day. And, and before I totally forget, and when she listens to this. <laughs> she specifically told me I had to bring something up. Okay. This is this is probably maybe three shows into it that we've seen you. And it was, I, I couldn't tell you which one. I've seen you so many times now. 
but she bought the last hoodie that you guys had. Mm-hmm. Her protest jacket. That that thing is going to be in a shrine somewhere someday. Because <laughs> she bought this like in sixth grade. That's amazing. She's a freshman in, in college now. Yeah. I and, uh, saw some pictures online of you guys moving her in. And uh, that's the kind of stuff. I'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty young man, but that kind of stuff makes me feel kind of old. <laughs> well, she, she wants you to know that she's now a broke college student and really, really needs another hoodie. Got it. And it's, okay. It, it's your responsibility. Okay. So. <laughs> I will. I will accept that challenge, um, and see what and see what we can do. I think. Uh, I, you know, I, I can't say too much, but I think she might be happy this fall. <laughs> awesome. So awesome. Yeah. And then uh, your your brother. He, he's Jared is, is a phenomenal musician in in his own right. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he, He's an animal behind the drums. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's he's an amazing singer. And I am still in awe over the fact that he filled in for Jen Ledger and Skillet when Jen went solo. Yeah, we're, we're still kind of in awe about that, too. Um, it was really, really crazy how it worked out and a total blessing. Um, it like It's just insane because, you know... Skillet, John could have literally handpicked anybody in the world to Mm -hmm. play. And he picked my brother. Didn't even hardly know my brother. I mean, so we got a couple gigs opening up for his side project, Fight the Fury, Mm -hmm. um, at some clubs. um, One in Wisconsin, one near Chicago. And uh, super sweet guy. Um, like he's the real deal, like so kind, so sweet. And it, it was a smaller, you know, it was, it, it was smaller club. So he, you know, he, he talked to us forever. Super nice guy. Um, yeah. our, our, our second night, um, we're, we're playing near their hometown and, um, we're playing our set and then, and then we look up and the whole band is in the balcony. Um, and Jen is filling and I'm like, what the heck? Um, that's crazy. So, um, you know, afterwards we just, you know, they, they were pumped. They thought we crushed it. They loved the band and, uh, you know, we parted ways. And then a, a couple months later, um, my brother gets a phone call from John Cooper says, Hey, uh, you know, we're looking for someone to fill in on drums, uh, if you're interested. And Jerob assumed it was for fight the fury. So he was like, yeah, sure, man, absolutely. But he said, actually it's for skillet. So, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, we were on tour. Um, at the same time, Jared was on tour and, um, you know, he almost said no because of that, but we were all like, dude, listen, like, this is such an awesome opportunity, such a blessing, like do this, man. Like we'll have someone play with us. You do this. Um, and the skillet crew was kind enough to fly Jared in and out of airports all, all over the country. So he could be with us when he wasn't needed with them. Um, and we actually got to see him, um, in uh i think in wisconsin and uh it was it it was surreal man it was so surreal i was so nervous and scared i know jared's fully capable but you know uh, as 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 a drummer you uh you're you're not only responsible for you know playing the drums and keeping time you're also responsible for running the show so he sets all the cues um you know for all of the um, tracks and for the songs to start. So like, there's yeah. a lot that could have gone wrong, you know? Right. Um, and just, and just as a big brother, I was out there just biting my nails, man. Um, but, uh, of course he absolutely crushed it. Um, and I was so proud. I was tr- really trying not to grab every single person in the arena and say, that's my brother. Hey, <laughs> that's my brother. Um, you know, so it was, it was a really, really cool thing. And, and John's a good friend uh, to this day. Um, he's just such a, kind dude like we we've asked him for advice quite a bit and uh he's always willing to give it and uh yeah super super sweet guy all that family they're great great human beings and 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 they're super sweet because they're from wisconsin well yeah you know they sort of have that midwestern charm and uh, especially that northern uh midwestern charm that's uh that's special (laughs) yeah i I, i'm from wisconsin i took a wrong turn ended up in indiana in and now I can't talk in Indiana, like 32 years ago. 
Uh, where in Wisconsin? A little bitty town called Rhinelander. Okay. So if you go to Wausau, just go straight yeah. north another hour and you're there. Okay, cool, man. So, and yeah. You, that, yeah, that's awesome. We, we, we all bleed cheese. And, yeah. uh, and uh, I, you know, I, I watched all John's updates during uh, the mess in, in uh, Kenosha. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm glad everything worked out. But I, I think uh, all in all, Skillet's doing just fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep. They're, uh, they're doing okay, for sure. <laughs> so, I, I haven't seen you guys play with Skillet yet, but you have played with two of my other favorite bands, obviously Petra. Mm-hmm. And then just a couple of years ago, Y'all opened up for Striper in Indianapolis at the Vogue. Yeah. And that, b- being a fan and knowing you guys like I do, it's like, that was my proud moment. Because mm. I go, I know these guys. And I had a couple guys with me who had never seen you before. So I got to brag about how awesome the protest was to these guys who had never seen you before. Oh, that, and, that's awesome, man. And at the end of the show, it's like, you were right. I go, yeah, I'm not going to steer you wrong. These, these guys are the real deal. <laughs> the, yeah, that, that was a great show, man. It was so much fun. We opened for them again um, in this, this past spring near, uh, uh, near Chicago. And, man, I mean, I'm sure you've seen Striper a lot. Um, yeah. they, they are, you know, I'm a big 80s metal fan. And I've, I've seen a lot of 80s hair metal bands play yeah. in the last, you know, 15 years. And. Um, you know, like, okay, example, Dokken. I love Dokken. I always Absolutely, um, yes. Yeah, I, I saw Dokken play um, up in New York, like, yeah, probably, you know, 12 years ago. And, I mean, they were great, but, you know, like, you could just tell that they, I mean, they're just older. They, they're sort of missing a little bit of a step there. And um, yep. Striper, man, I mean, no steps missed at all. Like, it's, it's unbelievable, like, how good – Michael sounds and and you know how good everyone sounds. It was it's it, it's really incredible. It, yeah, you're right. It, it's kind of like cheese. It's better with age. Yeah, dude, absolutely. <laughs> like I I did not like I just didn't expect that. Like I I just didn't expect that. You know, I mean him hitting the notes and you know like they're just uh yeah they're a very very special band. Even if you got to drop it a little bit, it's okay. He can oh, still pull gosh. it off. Dude, um, I started dropping it like <laughs> five years ago, you know? <laughs> well, 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 that's that's where you just let TJ do the high end. Yeah, yeah. No, totally, totally. So, yeah. And, you know, TJ's funny because he's uh, out of the out of the four of us. He's probably the most quiet and most reserved. Yeah. Um, but that scream, man, is like just brutal. And I don't remember exactly why and when it started, but um now it's just become a very um important part of our sound and he's yeah Yeah. it's 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 so cool so what's going on now i mean i follow you follow you i follow all all the guys but especially the band with tours and you are everywhere all the time what's going on tour wise for this year and can you see into the future yet yeah um absolutely so um tour wise we have a fall tour that we're currently booking um, that that's filling up pretty quick. And that's going to be kind of on the uh, Eastern half here, uh, everywhere between, you know, uh, Minnesota and Jacksonville, Florida, and kind of everywhere uh, in between um, where we're taking out our good buddy, uh, Marshall Huffman from a uh, relentless flood to open the shows um, on acoustic. And he's absolutely incredible. Um, so we have that tour and then, um, the spring we have a lot of really cool things um i'm not like there's there there's some really sick dates i'm not really supposed to say anything about just yet um okay. but there's some really cool dates so just keep you know just keep checking our page but um okay. i know that we plan on playing a lot next year um you know having babies we've taken um a little bit more time than usual um right. off the last couple of years but i think uh, next year, we we plan on playing a little bit more, um, and just you know, uh, you know, uh, other things on the horizon. We've been constantly writing, and uh, some very exciting things uh, coming up really soon. So I'm really excited to share some stuff with everybody. I think it's going to be really special. Now, did Sarge move back to Indiana? 
Yeah. So Sarge and his wife, um, they live like five minutes from where I live. Um, and okay. TJ lives about five minutes from them. Jared only lives about 30 minutes from us. So we're all pretty close. So, so okay. thankful to have Sarge back. Like it was, uh, we kept it rolling and it was worth it was worth it. You know, he, uh, the Lord called him out to California to, because he believed that, that, uh, his current wife was, uh, is the, is the woman intended for him. So he mm-hmm. went out there to follow that and, uh, it, it totally worked out. Um, they moved back here a couple years ago. Um, and you know, it was, it was, a you know, it was a tough season sort of, but also like he was just so willing and it was amazing. Like, you know, that poor dude would, fly back and forth from from la to indy all the time like all of the time and uh we're 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 very very thankful for that so yeah glad to have him back you know not just for the band but he's also like you know like one of my best friends so i'm just glad to see him you know right yeah it's it's i know it's got to run it it had to run him ragged between there oh yeah yeah he was a yeah he he felt bad for the band because because the sacrifice that we had to make but we were so happy that he was able to go meet you know meet the love of his life and you know do that whole deal um and you know the the lord really blessed that um uh relationship and totally worth it you know we do it again you know we're very uh we're a wolf pack and we really like to stick together it would have been easy to get someone else um to, to play but we didn't want to do that well, as a fan and a friend, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. Because, because I mean, the first time I saw you, you did have a, a, a bass player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Samantha, I'm sorry, but I can't remember his name. She's not oh. here to correct me. But... Oh, it's okay. Uh, it was probably Jesse. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. As soon as you said that. But, uh, yeah, I mean... It, it, it's been a lot of fun to watch. And then you and Jared play solo or go out together as a duo every now and then. Yeah. So kind of a weird fact that a lot of people don't know about my brother and I, like um, this is mainly my dad's fault, but um, we're really big um, folk Americana um, alt country kind of um, fans. So we've, you know, we, we've always just done this little side project. It, it, it really started during COVID because the band couldn't play anywhere, really. Um, but there were some small bars and some small um, places and venues that would still have some live music. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, Jerob and I, we just started kind of playing out. It's always been a dream of ours to do that. Um, I'm not a great guitar player, but I'm serviceable. Um, Jerob's amazing on the cajon and the harmonies and uh yeah we Mm -hmm. just do a ton of classic rock covers um a ton of folk covers americana covers and write some original music too and uh yeah it's it's just a really fun a really fun outlet man what's a couple of the americana songs because i'm having a hard time picturing you sing that kind of stuff yeah so there's one artist that i'm like that's maybe my favorite artist of all time um uh his name's steve earl Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. People probably know him for like Copperhead Road. Sure. And um um uh Guitar Town, but he's like just his songwriting has just meant so much to me since I was a kid. So a, a lot of that style, you know, like John Prine, um okay. you know, Ryan Adams, a lot of uh just kind of like folky stuff, you know. It's funny because like I like I'm not a big country fan, but I like I like a lot of music that's extremely close to it. I'm just not a right. big country guy. Like I, right. I, I like, I like Waylon and I like Willie and I like those guys. Um, but you know, yeah. I, I, I can hear you for some reason singing hurt by Johnny cash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, funny. You say that the protest actually covered that. Um, oh, we used to, man, we used to do, uh, you probably would have got a kick out of it, but when we were first starting, um, building a name the only way we could really make any money at all um was to play bars in in our state so we would just do these bar gigs man and we were golly we played for three or four hours um we would play some of our originals but we played just you know 
Alice Cooper, Tom Petty, all that stuff. I mean, for four hours a night, man. And it was like, (laughs) it was brutal, but, uh, it was super fun. And yeah, we actually covered hurt for a a while. It was, uh, yeah, it was lots of fun. Now, see, now there's an idea for, for, uh, for a special EP from the protest obscure songs from the past. Not bad. I, I that, like that, and yes, you can have it. That's free. Well, thank <laughs> you, Rob. So you're telling me I'm not going to owe you any royalties or anything for that? Yeah, not a, no, no. You just owe my daughter that hoodie. Got it. Okay. It, as that, long as it's a zip-up jacket, we're in good shape. Got it. Well, I think I, I think it's a fair trade. Thank you for uh, you know your uh, your intellectual property. I appreciate that. <laughs> So, what are you going to tell a, a kid? Before I ask that, I'm I'm going to change change gears again. Sure. Mm-hmm. The one the one thing that I really really appreciate about you and the guys is you believe in Jesus and you believe that anybody can be reached. Yeah. But you actually talk to the people in the audience without belittling them Mm -hmm. without making them feel cheap and stupid. I don't cover I don't care that you're covered in tattoos and you've got these hangups. We've got these hangups too. Mm -hmm. The, the fact that you, I don't want to call it a sermon, but you're talking from your heart to the, to the, to the, to the uh, oh boy, what do I want to say? The 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 uh, the, the the unlovely. Sure. So I I've got to commend you on that. Is is that something that that you've done from the start? At the shows or sure. Um, you know, honestly, man, like you know, our everyone's got different um, approaches when it comes to sharing the gospel. There's some amazing Christian artists that do a lot of work after the show that don't share on stage and, and, and that's okay. Um, the Lord called us to share from stage, but I think, um, I think where it comes from for me is I just know, you know, we're, none of us are perfect and lovely and, you know, um, we're all empty without Jesus. And I spent a lot of my life, um, dealing with some really, really heavy, um, uh, depression and anxiety, a lot of bad thoughts that, you know, that still creep up, uh, you know, uh, uh, to this day. And, but it's the Lord that has kept me alive. It's the Lord that is the reason why I'm able to wake up every day. And I think I just want to kind of break that veil between, you know, like, I don't want anyone to think that we have it all together and they don't, you know, I don't want, I don't want anyone to think, that they're not good enough, that, um, that the Lord doesn't want them. Um, you know, our goal is, you know, I, I don't share a lot of scripture from stage because my pastor told me a long time ago, you know, it's, you know, go into places assuming that people don't know who Jesus is, you know? So that's kind of what we do. You know, if I, if I do a lot of scripture, um, it it won't matter to them because they don't, care or no you know so we really just try to just be genuine um and some nights like you know and and dude trust me like that's not something that's been great from day one like i've i've tried to find my 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 way of speaking i've I've asked a lot of advice from you know good friends and mentors like kevin young and stuff and Mm -hmm. um, you know i just i just found out that if i pray every night before we play for the lord to speak uh, not me, not my thoughts, but, but for the Lord to speak, then it's usually pretty powerful. Um, because you know, without him, it's a jumbled mess that probably makes no sense, you know? (laughs) Well, it, I mean, we've gone, well, like I said, a hundred times we've seen, we've seen you at a lot of your shows. We always hang out, but I'm always amazed at the people who come down and talk to you about the Lord after the shows, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's the cool thing is I, I think the way your approach lets everybody know, like you said, you're, you're, you're human. You've made mistakes. Let's talk. Sure. Absolutely. And that, that is such a cool 
thing that you know there's there's a lot of christian bands and well they're labeled as christian bands who i i refer to as the nashville machine yeah sure that don't do a whole lot and so sure. when when bands like petra you know they, they'd still do their altar call you know Stri striper does it in their own way yeah but you know where Michael's coming from. You know where Oz uh, is coming from. Well, their lyrics are like, that's a big difference between us and Striper. And I, I think that's what's so cool about Striper. Like, you know, our lyrics, you know, are always about Jesus and hope. But it, we we write to kind of reach the listener. Um, you know, Striper is reaching the listener, but they're, they're, they're straight up like quoting scripture in their songs, right. which I think is so cool to be at a club and they're, they are, they're singing Yahweh, you know? Yeah. Um, and I believe that there's so much power in the name of Jesus. And I just yeah. think that that's, that's huge, man. And I, I, I love that. And I love everyone's different um, approaches, you know, you know, like Travis um, from chaotic uh, resemblance. So, you know, he yeah. Is, oh yeah. He's so gifted. He is a true evangelist. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, he truly is. He's he's just an amazing human, um, and, and I just can um, contest just for spending time with him. That dude is looking to reach people 110% of the time everywhere he goes. It, if it's a Waffle House, whatever, he's going to ask you if you know about All Jesus. Right. And I, yeah. you know, so everyone's got these different approaches, um, and a lot of them are my friends, and I think all yeah. of them are really really cool and the one that we use is just kind of what you know works for us and what we think you know um we would want to hear if we were broken and hurting yeah and and, and that's another not not to keep talking about striper but i know they take a lot of heat for this from from certain people but i am so happy that they play rock festivals oh yeah and that, and that they play bars and they're not preaching to the choir absolutely man yep. like uh, no that's that's amazing and like that's the thing is like you know you mentioned earlier you know the quote-unquote christian band thing and that's something that like you know it's a blessing and a curse having that label because yeah you know we never set out saying like hey we're a christian rock band but obviously we speak about jesus our songs are about jesus we play with christian rock bands therefore yeah we are a christian rock band for sure i mean right. that you know that's for sure but we you know like we play a ton of churches um we play a ton of youth stuff but we also play a ton of clubs and bars and um yeah. you know we really search for those secular opportunities um they're really really hard to come by man um you know like just uh you know any secular shows or tours or runs we've done um it costs us a lot of money man and uh it's it's hard you know yeah. like it's just hard to break into that scene so it's just something that we've sort of adopted is like everyone everywhere needs jesus you know bars clubs theaters venues churches yeah. you know everywhere so you know we don't really change what we do you know anywhere and you know we're definitely looking at you know, trying to delve more into the, the secular market and really try to infiltrate um, there too, you know? It's, that's a cool thing. I, 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 you, you mentioned another, another thing that's a, that's a highlight in my world. Because you mentioned when you and Jared started doing the solo thing, it was during, during 2020 when things weren't all that great. Yeah. You and me and everybody else that we know was going through concert withdrawal. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, yeah. The, I mean, the, de the depression was there. The, the struggle was real, as oh, they say. Brother, you said it like we were very fortunate. Um, we actually toured during COVID um, and caught a lot of flack for that. Um, but we kind of viewed it as, you know, like, yes, there is this dangerous pandemic. We are aware of that. I don't want to discount that. But there's also a dangerous pandemic of people that are scared and depressed and anxious and thinking about yeah. killing themselves. And, yeah. you know, we're going to play these shows. And if you, if you don't want to come totally fine, I get that. I totally get yeah. that. Like COVID's yeah. no joke, but if you want to come, you know, um, maybe we can, you know, you know, give you some hope. 
Well, in a, a lot of stuff happened in 2020 that I don't that I don't talk about. But one of the highlights is the first band I saw. We the last concert we saw before the lockdown, we saw the Beach Boys in Brown County. Oh wow! And yeah, I'm a Beach Boys fanatic, dude. They and, are, they're they're incredible. And and that was the last thing I saw. I had tickets for other shows. Obviously, that had to go away. Yeah. But when I found out the protest was going to be at Kingdom Come, <laughs> we got in the car, we drove to Kokomo, and you lit up my summer again. And, and, and listening to you guys and the other bands that were there and then hanging out with you afterwards and talking as, as we always do, that reminded me everything is okay. Oh, that's awesome, man. So it's, we may not see each other all the time or we may not talk all the time, but you need to know the protest has made a huge influence on me. That's, uh, that's it's so, so humbling, brother. Like, you know, I mean, you talk to a lot of artists, um, you know, the struggle um, of being an artist and as, especially being a Christian artist. And, you know, um, we have families now and um, we, we have this calling that's just as passionate and powerful as ever, but there's just, there's just, it's just more difficult now and it's only getting more difficult. And, yeah. you know, um, some days, man, um, I'll be honest there. I mean, there are days where it's like, I don't think I can take it anymore. It's driving me crazy. Like just yeah. that, like I, I, I get stuck in this vicious cycle of like, um, you know, like, um, comparing to other bands and what they're doing and just feeling right. like I'm stuck and feeling like we're not making a difference. So when I hear something like that um, from you, Rob, it, it really, it really um, encourages me big time and really, man, like what you do with your podcast and what you do just by coming to shows and supporting, that's a ministry brother. And, and you're, and you're ministering to us when you do that. So thank you so much. Uh, well, it's, as you would say, it's a calling. I, mm -hmm. I I never got the opportunity to promote you guys when I was doing promotions. But uh, I, I, I ran my course for seven or eight years. And maybe someday I'll do it again. But I, I, I never got to I never got to do a show with you. I, I wanted to. I had things so close, but it just never panned out. So who knows? Maybe it still will happen. <laughs> It's I, and I, I don't know if you know this, but I did I did do a show this year, and it's so opposite of what I'm used to. Yeah, I did I did Southern Gospel. Oh, cool! I, I brought the Blackwoods into town from I brought Mark Blackwood and the Blackwood Quartet, and yeah, that's the Blackwoods of Elvis fame. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, and it felt so cool to 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 show another generation and bring another generation's type of music into town. That that was awesome, but to to, uh, to uh, not not have worked with you guys d d depresses me a little bit. But you got to play, <laughs> you got to play with a, with another good friend of mine at Kingdom Come this year, and I missed it because I was gone again. But Nancy Honeytree opened up that morning that you played at Kingdom Come. Yes, and I I thought that was extremely cool. Um, see, I I didn't know much about her at at all honestly until jay mm -hmm. kind of filled me in and uh i watched some of her set it was super cool man nancy's one of my one of my closer friends we we uh my, my family and i we just we adore her she's as samantha calls her grandma grandma honey tree <laughs> but uh yeah just just to know that there's this cool crossover between the jesus music of of yesteryear and the yeah the, the the Jesus rock of today it just it just sure. it's a cool cool thing absolutely man yeah, yeah she was awesome and yeah I mean I like that I love the singer songwriter sound and stuff and yeah she absolutely slayed it man and, and she's she's playing Uprising Festival this year and to know she's going to be on the same stage as Skillet and Striper just blows my mind she's playing Uprise this year yeah that's awesome uh, we'll be there too yeah oh see I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's 
That's super cool, man. Well, good for her. That's amazing. It's, and she's about to release a new song called Jesus People that, uh, that Billy Smiley produced from uh, Billy's from uh, White Heart. Yeah. And, and it's going to be awesome. So just listen, people, music isn't dead and music still has a big ministry and it's got a long way to go in the Jesus world. Absolutely. I agree. So, so I'm going to start wrapping it up, but, I, but there's one question that every single person on Santa Rob's podcast has to get asked. Okay. So Lay it on me. You're in Santa Rob's podcast. You're in the sleigh. You get a wish, man. If you could play or sing with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be? Bro, that is a question. Um, that is a question. Could I do two because they're different genres? Is that absolutely is that, okay? All right. Uh, yeah, one would definitely be Steve Earle. Um, his music means so much to me, and like it's so weird, man, because he's not a Christian artist. But like, I don't want to sound like I don't know. I don't know how to really say this. He's he's not a Christian artist at all. But like, his music just really reaches me, and some of his songs make me feel like I'm in the spirit and and worshiping. I don't know what it is, man, but. Anyways, I would be to play acoustic and sing harmony with him at a show would be like crazy. And then as far as rock goes, I mean, Kiss obviously would be yeah. like, I mean, they're my favorite band, bro. Like, yeah. Tattoo on, on my back. Like I'm a yeah. big, big Kiss fan. Um, but of like modern rock, it would definitely be Skillet, you know, um, just because right. I know them and they're just amazing and it would just be truly humbling to do that well I, I, you got two good picks so yeah. you, you you've got steve Earle. i got to see one of my heroes who's not a rocker last year i went to the the, the big jim ursay uh football co- countdown to football concert oh yeah and and one of my heroes was there and that was john hyatt oh you're a john hyatt fan oh, oh yes bro <laughs> That's awesome. I'm a I'm a pretty big John Hyatt fan myself. And and that's the kind of music I'm talking about exactly. Like yeah. that's what Jerob and I like, you know, like to play. Yeah. Uh he's he's incredible. That's so cool that you like him, man. When when he did perfectly good guitar. Oh yeah. I, I, I lumped up and went, Oh yeah, that that's it. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm well, glad dude, and, yeah, dude, that's the first song I ever heard from him. It was it was on Pandora. I'd never really I was just kind of getting into other artists like Steve Earle and um that yeah that song came on and i was blown away and then um i was out at, at a flea market and saw a couple of, of his cds for like two dollars and i picked them up and i'm like dude this guy is incredible yeah yeah and they're all in the, they're all in the same vein it's all good stuff well absolutely i've kept you here a long time we've covered a lot of ground we need to let people know where they can find out more about the protest online Absolutely. Um, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're young enough to be relevant, but we're too old to have a TikTok and stuff. So, um, I feel like, but, uh, yeah, uh, you, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, um, the protest rocks.com, uh, bands in town is probably the best place to find, um, our shows and ticket links and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I always say this with any, um, any interview or podcast um, I, I do. And I, I, I mean this, if anyone is listening and they are struggling, um, you know, please send us a message or please send us an email. I, I can't promise you we have the answers, but um, I can promise you that, that, that we will pray for you. Um, so, you know, that's, that's always out there. And, and when he says that, he means that I've seen it happen. Like they're, they're, they're the real deal. I haven't talked to anybody who's not the real deal, but, I can guarantee you that what Josh is saying is is dead on. So I can't tell you thank you enough for taking time out of your night to to talk to me a little bit. And I wish you and the guys the best success. Tell all the guys hello for me. I will. And Josh, you're awesome. I hope to see you at a show real soon. Absolutely. Um, Hey, I I got one quick thing that's kind of a funny story. Sure. Um, regarding you. Um, oh, no. Yeah, no. So for years, for years, man, I mean, like, it, and you're a friend at this point. 
last name like yeah. for years and and we were afraid like we're like is it is it pugue is it poo is it you, you know what i mean so I yeah. mean, we were like i'm not sure and um and, and then finally we we just asked you like a couple years ago and we're like oh that's what it is okay we got it now (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's hugh with a p yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and and uh you know we 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 had a lot of different ways of saying it though brother (laughs) hey hey, i'm i'm 61 years old i've heard it every way i bet you have I've heard push. I've heard pug. I've heard. I've heard so many things that I can't even remember half of them. Push is a but, stretch. <laughs> but, but 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 I'm telling you, it's simple. I'm Santa Rob. Yep. Hey. <laughs> I like that. I like that better, anyways. It, it works. And but I will let you run. Say hey to the guys. God bless you, Josh. And I will see you down the road. All right. Uh, thanks so much, brother. Take care. Take care, man. I hope you enjoyed uh, my conversation that I had with Josh Bramlett of The Protest. That was so much fun to do. Um, If you ever get a chance to go out and see The Protest in concert, just do it. Just do it. These guys are the real deal. You will not be disappointed at all. They'll take the time out. They'll talk to you. And they're, 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 they're awesome people. So, thank you, Josh. And... Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, head over to uh, head over to Santa Rob, uh, Santa Rob Podcast at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know uh, if you have suggestions on a topic or questions that you want to ask. Shoot me an email. Let me know. You can do the same on Facebook. Go to Slain It With Santa Rob. Like the post. Like the page. Leave me a comment. Let me know what's going on. And a huge thank you, of course, to my awesome sponsors, uh, Brett Christmer, who was on the show recently. That's Brett Christmer's Mustache Wax, BSCEnterprises.com, the home of Santa Rob Mustache Wax, that wonderful hot chocolate scent. Head over there, use... Uh, Use discount code Santa Rob and save 15% on your order. And Brad White, who's the owner of Hotspot Collectibles and Toys.com. If you love collecting and you love memorabilia, head over to their website. Use the discount code Santa Rob. Save 15% there. And as always, thank you guys for listening. I can't believe we hit 20 episodes. There's more good stuff coming on Slaying It with Santa Rob. So keep checking back. You're going to hear more great interviews. And I will see you next week.